Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! MarketingMoneyPodcast.com listeners, you know, we have uh, partners in our show, and one of those is Rain Local. You can find them at RainLocal.com on the intranets, and they do a lot of good work for you in your marketing mix, such as digital placement, geofencing, organic and native geo placement, as well as some location finding, heat mapping, some social media, paid placement boosting, and all that good stuff. So uh, they can describe it better than I can, but they've been uh, good to work with. I can tell you from personal experience, I'm not going to endorse something that I think does not work or we do, we do not think works. Check out Rain at uh, rainlocal.com and see what they can do for your digital needs with your banking. Check them out. And now back to the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Do we even still have a website? We do. I don't think I, I saw it the other day. This is like the 90th or something. We need to do a big deal on the 100th. 100th podcast? podcast. This is like, we're in the 90s. The century. Century 80s. mark. We have hit, we're in the 90s. Bobby says, Bobby, our producer says, I've we're got in the my, 90s. Um, my neon Air Maxes. Oh, when we hit the Century Club, it's going to be on. Like, that means you're a real podcaster when you get to your 100th well, we podcast. Be, um, we may be off site. For our hundredth one, could be. We got a couple conferences coming up where they're having us podcast live podcast. Yeah, live podcasting. So with live people in front yeah. of a live studio audience. Yeah, we need a laugh track. <sighs> so have I'll you watch- ever watched a show and there's no yeah. laugh track? There's is that where you were going? Yeah, it would be much better because I mean, like really crappy shows are pretty decent. Like Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I'm not gonna share an opinion. Is not good though without a laugh track. Yeah, it's at just, all. It's just it's like weird. awkward. Yes, yeah, weird. So, so we're gonna get real or really have real granular today on a marketing area. Really, that I don't think any marketers like, but it's a necessity of the position. No, no, no. no. Some I know what you're gonna talk about. Some marketers love, love this. Love this. So I'm gonna throw out some words before we get started, and we're gonna words. play a words association. Okay. And those words are eggshell, <laughs> chicken butt. Off white, white ecru, nimbus, Patrick Bateman, porcelain. What's the other guy? Who, bone. Who did, who did Patrick Bateman? Who was his? Jared. What's his name? Yeah, but his character. What was the name? Oh man, let's let's keep going with where I'm going. White. <laughs> <laughs> was that pale paper? Mm-hmm. Porcelain laid in linen. What am I describing here, Mister Mabus? The old business card. That's right. That little piece of paper that all marketers love to hate and some hate to love. The business card. You know, I don't is there a podcast out there that talks about business cards? Because today we're going to So hey, if, let's you're, do, if let's, you're listening to this and you're like, where are they going is some digital geofencing or like website or what they should, today we're going like nineteen seventy-five marketing contact best practice or whatever no we're actually going to talk about the good and bad of it but yeah we've never talked about business cards and i think we should because it's a thing and no one talks about it so let's talk about it let's just do a spinoff podcast 
that's only about business business cards. cards. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. So I don't think you're privy to this world because it's, you know, you have to be a certain type of person for them to let you into this world. But I mean, there is a world of business card appreciators on like the Instagrams and all that. Is there a Facebook group? Because sidebar, probably Facebook is now advertising the groups as like their value to the customer. In yeah, their commercials you. that yeah. connects you. Yes, yeah, Stallone did one. With- I'm not big into the groups on Facebook, and I'm I'm a Facebook user, but this might be. Is there a business card Facebook group? Is. So the so the reference that Johnny was making earlier is uh, maybe we'll put a link to it. I don't know if we can with like le- legals and whatnot, but American Psycho. There's a great scene. You can just Google it or put it in YouTube. Also owned by Google. Um, where they talk about this business card, he gets really freaked out about railway fine or whatever it is. And anyway, Paul Allen is the character, Jared Leto's character in that American Psycho. Good movie. Joker should have followed American Psycho and like gone that whole like did it happen, didn't it happen thing. Should have. Anyway, so let's let's start off with John was distracted, so I had to fill time. No, but you hadn't filled any time before. Is this the John Oxford podcast or the Marketing Money podcast with John Oxford and Josh Mabus? If, if you want me just to since run Since we're it, in our 90s. You can leave. Since I can the, run it. Since we're in the 90s, I'm going to Uncle Phil time. Okay. All right. Is this a Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have only 90s references. Because when did, when did this movie come out? Uh, American Psycho. 2000. I don't know. So It's made in 90s, though, so it fits. So here's a couple of things. We're going to post two things that are funny about business cards on Marketing Money Podcast. i got to give them to Bobby. Th- there are two funny. There are two. One is the American Psycho YouTube. I don't know if we YouTube. can. Let's you, not promise It's a that. YouTube link. Uh-huh. You can just put the link and then click on it and watch it. Okay. It's a YouTube link. The second one is it's the, all legal if it's the second YouTube. one is the guy that has the best business card ever. Huh? The guy that has the best business card ever that talks about business cards and now his is unforgettable because you can't put it in your wallet and it's a big die cut, like fold out. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Don't play that. You know what I'm talking about. I really don't. After a small break, I After have a now small seen break, it. He's now seeing the very link he sent me about business cards. Uh, but be, so, be so good you don't have to remember what you've done. That's right. That's right. Um, that's what murderers say, Josh, when they go on trial. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't so- remember what I did. It's plead insanity. No, uh, so, well, I would. So to the point on business cards, we're going to post a link called Your Business Card is Crap, because that's the name of the link. I don't talk like that, but that's the word that's used. After watching that, either David Mamet or Aaron Sorkin wrote that guy's dialogue. But it's funny, and I want you to click on it and watch it, because this guy basically hazes your normal business card and then talks about his that makes you stand out, because it's die cut, and it opens up, and it's super heavy Whatever, whatever the heaviest weight he could get for the, the the pound of <laughs> of card that he has. Anyway, it's funny. But to that point, Josh, let me ask you a question. Uh, okay, are business cards still relevant? Yeah, you yeah. think they are? Yeah, I mean, it's like anything else. I mean, digital ads aren't relevant in a movie theater, but business cards aren't relevant in a movie theater, right? Then neither are they. But like at a at an event. I mean, it's just it's kind of like cliches. Like cliches have such a negative reputation. Like, oh, don't be cliche. Well, a cliche is a very concise way to to communicate a point. There's a pl- or a, or a lazy way of not being smart enough to have the direct thing to say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but but again, with the proper usage, I mean, either one is valid. I think there are uh, careers that business cards matter more for. I mean, if the thing is, if the whole bump your phone again, put the phones back to back, and change. 
Contact now, link, LinkedIn now has a, a click where you open it up and it shows a QR code and you hit it and they're automatically linked in that, with and it'll you. Also, you can like do a radio beam where yeah, your friends in your, in your area. Yeah, but I actually like that. It, it is, but like you, like I would say more than eighty percent of the audience that's news to them. They didn't know that LinkedIn had that functionality. It's like that secret tips you didn't know. I mean, just having, yeah. If you didn't know though, check it out. You can have a relatively cheap sheet of paper in your pocket that shorthands all your information to somebody isn't evil in and of itself. Now, if you spend too much time and effort and energy, look, I'll tell you who are what what really just pisses me off for lack yes. of a better phrase. Yes, is when somebody gets really particular about a shitty business card. But it's just you know exactly who I'm talking about. Who like want a, a light gray on white, and I hope you're listening to it out there. <laughs> like business card, like it was the best idea ever. So, so uh, a little secret going to give away. Uh, marketing at uh, our organization does not do business cards anymore. Yeah. We don't do them anymore. There's the train. Welcome to Tupelo. If you're listening to our studio, you're probably used to hearing a loud train in the background. The trains don't like business cards either. That train is full of business cards. Full of them. That's all it delivers every day. Just business cards. That's the business card train. I'm, uh, I'm on the negative end of the business cards. I think that we've progressed enough as a society, that we don't need to cut trees down anymore. I'm an environmentalist. Well, I know that's a lie. Okay, so I'm not an environmentalist. <laughs> now, I, look, I, I, I'm for the environment, but I guess I don't, that's not a reason to not have so a business card. So if you card. go, like, like <laughs> I, again, I do think, I, I don't carry them religiously, but I have a very nice business card for when I hand it out. because I almost, You're just like a throwing star. Yeah. I mean, like, I almost, I mean, I have to have a nice one. You're just for personal protection, though. <laughs> it is. Uh, or to build a small house in case I'm ever stranded. It it's is. like a survivalist kit. I mean, do I have to get someone? But I'll tell you this. I mean, so what normally happens is they're so thick I can't carry but like four. I mean, they're too heavy to carry. Gives them back problems. They give me it gives me terrible scoliosis or something. Scurvy. Scurvy, yes. yes. Scurvy. Um, scurviosis. Yes. Windosa leviosa. That's or whatever right. Harry Potter fans in the world. Anyway, that's Wingardium Leviosa, I think. I'm looking at Bobby. Also, our Potter file, whatever Potterhead. Is that what when it? they try to throw the ring in the in Mordor? No, you, one does not simply walk into Mordor. Oh, okay. I thought you could. Anyway, Aragon. Ah, uh, I or Aragorn. I can't get. I tried to watch Lord of the Rings, and like everybody's, everybody looked exactly the same, and everybody's name was the same, except for the hobbits. Well, it was nine hours of a walk across a field it's until a they neat got to a mountain. movie, but. I'm just like white dude with long hair and a beard swinging a sword. That's all I know. Yeah. Anyway, just like I've ticked off like every fandom out there, Star Wars still awesome though. It is still awesome. Anyway, there's a time place for business cards, but what happens? There is. There's a punch bowl at the conference, and you put them in there, and they draw your name, and you win a free iPad. What? That's where your business card comes well, in, people. That's why you got to have a business card. I do think free you're, iPad. I do think you're separated from having to network to make your money. You got a, a salary. I have to go meet people and then contact them later and follow up. I know. See, when I give out business cards, people call me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're on the other end, and I think that's more why you're negative on them. And look, I'm not. I think there is a way people want to contact me, Josh. I have to avoid being contacted. I, I know. I've, I haven't <laughs> you're, seen you. In you hear me cuss about all the time. But I'm Googleable. Yeah, and I'm so easy you can find to find. Link, and normally you can, but it is pretty nice. So I was like, hey, I want you to call me later. Do you have a business card? Did this other day? I was like, no, I don't have any with me. I'm sorry. Give me yours, and I'll send you an email right after this event. 
Oh, that's, that's my favorite. That's instant that, trash can in the hotel right there. Yeah, but you're not. I'm dunking it like right there. Boom, dunk. So, so Tanya, you're who I'm talking to. I know you listen to the podcast. <laughs> I had really tough travel getting back. I am going to reach out to you. I do appreciate your sweet message. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she was great. But, but that's like, yeah. I didn't have one. She gave yeah. me hers. I had to fly the next day and whatever. I did not, John Oxford, your business card, Tanya. I will be. Can we make that a thing? Oxfording a business card where you just get it because you don't have one. You convert So you it. say, I will get in touch with you because they're trying to sell you something. And then it goes right into the Hilton or Marriott, or Marriott as they call it now, trash can in the Won't room. Won't you just make a pair of wingtip shoes out of it? Sure. Why not? If you're going to Oxford something. Oh, yeah. Or some uh, uh, some cards. Some, anyway, I'm some glad. Some cards. Now, I can obvi- obviously, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Tanya um, said a really nice thing um, about me. Um, on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm sure everyone knows who Tanya is with well, their last name. For those of you who don't know, Tanya Lambert made a really nice comment. I spoke at an event where she attended, actually recommended me. And and so so she found me, or we were already connected on, on LinkedIn. So yes, it can happen, but it is nice to have her contact information that I don't have to go look for it. And, and with a reasonable amount of effort and a reasonable expense, it's a... I'm going to get back to the the premise of my call call topic on this business business cards are kind of yeah i would mail it in business cards are kind of like banks to me they kind of (laughs) they kind of all run the same unless you try to make it you have to make an effort to make it different you have the same products you have the same regulator regulators a lot of the same people so what sets a business card apart and i'm asking that i know everybody go to one of these conferences aba Mm -hmm. has great conferences we go to them we attend them we work at them speak at them whatever aba conference you go to like the vendor hall put your card in a fishbowl to get drawn out or give them the card and if you look to get much, a, much, a, a, a bottle of uh, champagne that you break on the side of a ship I, thank you uh, <laughs> but uh you look through the cards much like banks in the same names they're all they all tend to be very similar now I know there has to be some you know they're cut in a certain rectangle and what but they're yeah. They all seem to be very similar. So nine nine percent business cards are two by three and a half inches, yeah. or three and a half by two inches, yes. depending on which way you're looking at it. Yeah. And so, what would make a business card stand apart? I know yours does. Yeah. So you um, don't use it a lot because I, I will take an offense of what you said to me to you is like you're not necessarily looking for every single client out no, there. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. But I mean, and and I do try to have them and whatever. But I mean, they really are so thick. I can only like carry ten, like because I don't want to mess them up because they're also. Expensive. I use them to balance the table when we have a wobbler. <laughs> they're like old Mister Best Business Card. I think they're four bucks a piece. Anyway, so so weirdly, so I did. I, I've carried a square business card for a while, and like square like blows people's minds. Like what? Yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's just, they just what? cut it. They they just cut it differently. Now my card now is like this square, thirty four point, which is like at least an eighth of an inch thick, if not a quarter inch. Maybe let's split the difference: three sixteenths of an inch thick, painted edge, so it's yellow around the edge. Soft, soft touch. This is hilarious. I do feel like I'm in that Patrick Bateman American Psycho skit. Um, soft, soft touch laminate with um, spot UV logo on the back and an uncoated cover. Like this was yeah. our business card. The the guys that printed it like screwed this thing up fifty times. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Not only is the form, but when you try to go different, printers seem to like weird out about it like oh, yeah. you don't want to do that you don't want to die cut but square embossed does, all that stuff does like, stand out mine stands out in every way it can it's got texture it's got thickness it's got 
Razzmatazz. The only thing it doesn't have is like a hologram on it. It doesn't go in a Rolodex because Rolodexes are dead too. Yeah. That's what I would always say. Like, Let me check my Rolodex for that. But the other th- the thing I'll tell you, and I wish I could cite the research company or the, the company that did this. So I may have brought this up on the podcast before. It's a really neat thing. Um, when I still worked in printing um, a good bit, I was a creative director at a regional printing company. One of the paper companies sent me this packet to participate in research. It was a neat thing. Like once a week, they would send you a packet of mail and you would mail stuff back to them in response. Like you'd put stickers on a thing. It was just kind of like a little crafty, but but really well done, well designed thing. Did it for, I think, six weeks before they sent the results. Or maybe it was, so it was six like a months. test or was it? Yeah, you didn't really. Survey or something? It, it, so they would send you a, a, a thing and say, um, which, which of these designs speaks to you more? And so you would put everything kind of in a package and send it back, and then they would tabulate it. At the end of it, what what you didn't know is what you were really being tested on. You thought you were testing, like, design psychology, I guess. Like, do you like yellow more than purple or whatever? But what it really was is they printed the same images on random stocks of their paper. And at the end of it, what the report was is that the design didn't matter because all those were equal, but what people gravitated more towards was thicker paper yeah that if you just printed on thicker paper it was a really neat like blind so test. if your business card holds a crease or if your business card can be used as dental floss after a barbecue dinner with your clients and your and your and your teeth are your teeth are not very far apart yeah <laughs> you, might, very you might need to uh do a little harder work on your business card yeah i mean th- I guess, and I wish I could find this, but I mean, it's you know, jobs and offices and decades ago so, now. So, if you were a bank, mm-hmm. would you? And you were like a bank marketer now. Would you do business cards for? Do you my, think you have to for my commercial and frontline people? Yeah, absolutely. I would have them the most baller business card that I could afford. But would you also push them to have some type of online business card? Yeah, LinkedIn. This sounds weird to say, but like. Be Googleable, and that, that's a hard, that's a mouthful of no, syllables. I mean, but my point is, can you find someone if you want to find them? And if my job is a commissioner bonus based job on the work I produce, mm-hmm. I want to be found. I well, think, I well, think I want to be found. And I want to say this: like, there are some like LinkedIn consultants that come in and like do these workshops to get your people signed up. I really hope all of our directors of marketing out there, young, old, in between know enough about LinkedIn that you could send out an email that tells your staff well, how to sign up. Well, if you don't go to the workshop. I mean, yeah. that's the, that's the, at the end of the, at the end of the day to use a cliche, I, but I don't know that I'd pay somebody. But you understand LinkedIn, or at least you have a well, general like, pretty yeah. good knowledge of it. And you, we're both subscri- subscription users yeah. to it. I am too. The killer for me is if the business card has a fax number on it. If it still has a fax number on it, you're out. Like you're out like day one. If you're sell, if you're salesman and you hand day. me and there's a fax on there, and today is, oh, speaking of facts, today is National Signing Day. The only reason fax machines are still valuable in the United States. That and doctors. So I would say this, doctor's offices, because of medical transfer, that's one of the places that faxes still live. And guess what? Bankers like to do business with doctors. So it, again, yes for you, but for, I mean, so I work, um, I, I maintained, when we switched to banks only, I, I maintained a group of restaurants. Love these guys. If you're ever in Tupelo area, eat with um, eat with us group, Harvey's Grill, 
peppers, bulldog burger, bulldog burger, Smackers yogurt. If you're in one specific area, if you're in if you're in the area, eat at one of those restaurants. But um, they maintained fax numbers for a long time because of pharmaceutical reps and docs. Just that's how they were going to get their stuff in. So largely to the public and to us, if you can't email it to me, don't. But there are like docs still are faxers. And yeah. And handing it to the office manager to to fax some of your docs is still yeah, your documents. I, I'm, well, in my world of marketing, faxing is out. Yeah, I have well, prob- absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about what else should be on there. Do you need your address on it? I, I can. Yours doesn't have an address, does it? Or do you just put the hometown? I, I didn't put anything. I don't think it has an address. Yours is name, email, and phone number, Yeah, because right? that's all that matters. I, I'm to the point where I think the phone number and the email is it. If you don't have to have anybody get to, now, now we'll tell you this. L- let's jump to a similar subject. I'm loving this podcast because it's so just like ground level terrible. <laughs> that it's your email signature though. <laughs> if you don't have a phone number on your email signature, I'm oh yeah, I'm yeah. very frustrated. I don't like when people don't have an email signature. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Now if it's a response and it's in yeah. the tr- but the f- you've got to have an email signature but here's the deal so with address on a business card i mean here's the deal if you're not ever getting visited if you're uh, a shoe leather banker and you're are you're the banker you're marketing for is a shoe leather banker and nobody ever needs to come to that office then no you don't need it hardly i mean i go generally to our client's office we have you know um some very specific times where clients come here and i'm very thankful when they do that because i love for them to see our operation but it's not necessary i guess and then it's easy to get to them it's not like people are dropping by so in in banking i mean if you're retail yeah people need to know where which where to go i guess um i mean and when i mean retail i mean retail restaurant dress shop whatever but bankers what uh, about qr codes so i'm of two minds of qr codes like there's do a they ju- kill cats <laughs> i hope not um the catnip of banking okay qr codes feel dated to everybody now like it was like a fad and it lost its relevance but what's weird is technology just caught up with it so native and ios and android yeah, now you OS, just take a picture and it automatically <laughs> figures out that it's a qr code where but, before you had to have an app and you had to t- line it up and then take the picture so why to- did it so so why is it i mean it's a really good way to like get a, a virtual card or things like that so i don't know why it's passe now i think it's because we kind of got we got over it. I remember when I put one on the back of an annual report in probably like 12 or 11-ish, and people thought we were geniuses. Well, there's another reason that, because I took your QR code and customized and the Renaissance logo. And put the flame in, in it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was cool in the design, but the fact, just the world seeing us do it. I remember people were like, that's so cool. You mean I can like take your book and then take my phone and take a picture? And, and it takes you to a website. Yeah, and it takes me to a website that With I can then text. read the same thing I was just reading. Yeah. Well, or it took an. You could have a video that pops up and says, "Thanks for reading our report." I think while we're talking about dumb, granular, ground level stuff, we could definitely bring back QR codes just from the sheer fact of the ease of them. I mean, that was originally, I think, with Toyota manufacturing in park picking. I think was where that was developed. Uh, It carries a lot of data, and um, they, I'm sure, still use it. I don't know. Toyota, call me. Tell me if you don't. It, no, it's 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 a data transfer thing. Yeah. It works better than Bluetooth. Yeah. Way more reliable. I think if I had a business card now, I would probably have my name. I'd do like a little teepee look with my name and then phone number and email, and that's all I'd have on it. Yeah, I mean, mine has phone. And the, and the logo of the company, because yeah. they got to know who you work for. Well, I, mean, it's just, I wouldn't even put a title on it. What does somebody need from you? Do they need yeah. to know your title? Weirdly enough, and this could be a whole sidebar, 
I think titles today aren't what they used to be 10 years ago. Now, CEO is one thing. If you're mm-hmm. the head of the company, but it, to me, it's kind of... Or unless you're like me and people just... I mean, whoever I hand the card to, I think generally knows. That. Yeah, because your name's on the yeah. masthead. But to that point, I think today you've got so many entrepreneurs that like... Put they, CEO. they are the CEO, but they might not be a CEO compared no, to like no, a they're multi... The, they're the leader. They're not a chief executive yeah, that's, officer. That's, yeah, but they say I'm the CEO, but they have th- their business with three people. Yeah. And, and the word chairman on... And I'm to the point where it's like, what's the functional thing you can do to help to give value? Because it's all... Chris Nichols mm-hmm. had a great article this week about giving value. Your marketing should bring a value to the customer. It should yeah. provide value. What value does that business card give you? Contact is a value. Yeah. Is the title a value if it's not functional to the person? No, I mean I, I agree. Like I mean I could put senior vice president. That means nothing. But again, but you're from a different from a from a banker, a front facing client facing banker. That if you're a commercial lender, which again I think one of the most detrimental things to banks right now is the siloing of lines of business. That you know I, you've got to be universal now. Yeah. you have to be. And just call me when there's a commercial loan. I will say this, and I think this is the the thing the the lesson I talked about about business cards and all advertising is you know so there's this misnomer that there's this segment of advertising that's interactive, like. That, that that happens online, like clickable stuff. And the thing I'll tell you, and I think I said this maybe in one of the first 20 podcasts, is all advertising should be interactive. When you pass a billboard going 70 miles an hour, you got four seconds at 400 feet. If that thing's not interactive, you're not going to, if it is not interacting with you, arresting your vision, giving you something of value, making you think. Business card, while it's the most analog, one of the most analog things we do, it is probably the most interactive. Website is faceless. I'm not interact. I'm interacting with a thing. I'm interacting with you when I hand you my business card. And it should absolutely be, I mean, like mine, oh man, what you going to do? You going to cut thoughts with that business card? <laughs> what, you know? Yeah, but then... But it's interactive. I mean, that's the point that, that's what makes my web business card good. I, don't, I wouldn't even call it great. What would, so tactically, what's the minimum poundage you would do your business card? 100? Uh, 100 pound cover, yeah. I mean, is, is the very bare minimum. I mean, there's 80 pound cover, and that's the, the yeah, tooth Yeah, but that's flosser. almost like magazine. I mean, it's no, not. It's, it's not. It's but not, it's, but it's I mean, what's a magazine? Like 50? I mean, there's 100-pound co- – when I do a magazine and we do some of these, um, you know, four banks because it's a great brochure, multi-page brochure, I'll put a 100-pound cover on it just for the sheer – 100-pound cover cover. I can go into paper, it's text, and whatever. Well, that's what I want to talk about this. You, thick, you'll be able to answer it. Go thick with it. If there's any ch- – paper doesn't cost that much, y'all. Yeah. Now, the techniques of getting super thick, it's what's called laminated. Don't think about clear, like slick stuff like your report cover. Um, laminating is just gluing two what things together. What about emboss versus deboss? I mean, it's just two it's two sides of the same coin. I know, coin. but what you, which it, one's better? Neither. I mean, neither. emboss comes out, deboss goes, goes in. in. I, um, I mean, if you want to stack up your business cards, you can't stack. You can't emboss them. Um, but, I mean, deboss, it really depends on which card. It's just which side of the card you hand out, basically. Um, foil stamp is somewhat dated now. The puffy raised letter remember the remember the linen business cards from like like 1965 up to like 1990 like the linen business card with like the spec in it no 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 the 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 text on it was raised that was actually you would print ink and then there was this little like sifter that that this thing would go would under drop and it on top of it and it would this little sand stuff would get in the ink 
and then it would go through a heater is literally puff paint. If you had a puff paint <laughs> T-shirt, speak of the 90s, call back, hashtag whatever, something 90s. <laughs> um, you had puff paint business cards. What if Puff Daddy had a puff paint business card? Puff paint party, Puff Daddy. P. Diddy. That's going to be our um, 90s, our, our 100, 99th podcast, Puff Daddy Puff Paint Party, Pizza Rolls. Wow. It's got sideways quick. Anyway, I, I don't know what should be minimum. 10-point board, like there's there's so many different ways to describe paper and how, I mean, like there's copy papers, bond, text weight, cover weight, and then board. I mean, I guess the thing is, is don't be afraid to ask your printer for the for the swatch book, like the examples of paper, your front-facing people make it memorable, make it interactive. Do you think, I'm interrupting here, but mm-hmm. I think this is this can go to where you were going. Should all the bankers at a bank, duh, have the same business card styling or the no, same brand? absolutely not. A teller doesn't have to have the same business card. Like, So like loan ops or somebody like that or a loan assistant? Well, an assistant, yeah. Loan ops, I don't know why you'd have a business right. card. Well, lo- loan assistant. I don't mean that in a mean way. It's kind of like me. I don't know why I really need one. Well, well there are people at maybe say that just don't get business cards because they never have to meet anybody. Or or you just say, hit me on LinkedIn. That's what I always say. Yeah. I go, find me on LinkedIn. I'm but there. like a loan assistant that has, like, their business card may have 20 contact things on it because they're the person who asks, Mr. and Mrs. Salesman out here sold the loan. And then somebody's got to do the work. It may have a fax on theirs because they got to get documents back and forth. Hopefully, DocuSign, but it's still funny how long it takes banks to adopt DocuSign. And everybody said amen. But but maybe it's not, it's utilitarian at that point. They're not in a sales and marketing role. I think your business card is only advertising when you are someone who lives and dies by by that relationship. Like, And that's the difference between us. You die by them because you don't want them. And I live, you know, I live or die by who I meet and being able to contact them. Would I not get business if I couldn't get addresses and phone numbers and emails back and forth? Are there other ways to do it? Sure, but it's—I'll tell you—if I don't get that business card, I mean, it's already hard enough yeah. with how busy I am. Like I said, there's a, a friend and a person who did a, a fantastic job uh, or, or, or gave me a ton of um, compliments that I want to contact and talk to more. But I'm so dang busy. Am I going to take time to Google when I've got a card in my hand? So it do, it is a shorthand. So I would say that's when it becomes an advertising medium. Everything else is utilitarian. I'll tell you uh, what raised the business card attention antennae or antenna of us probably in like 10, 11, 12, whenever, whenever uh, Toyota announced in North Mississippi that they were opening the Corolla plant. Uh, I don't know how many of you bankers listening, bank marketers listening to this podcast out there uh, deal with Japanese business customs and Japanese business folks, but the business card to them is considered almost on a holy level. And I, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but they they take the card, the Japanese businessmen and, and women take a card and they pinch it on the sides and they, two in the two hands and they present it. And when they go to a meeting, they line them up. As people are sitting and by title, mm-hmm. and it's almost it's considered almost precious. Like it's you as a person, and so you don't smudge it, you don't use it to. You put it in a front pocket. Yeah, you don't put it in your back. pocket. You don't pocket. bookmark something with it or throw mm-hmm. it. So like you keep it nice, and you don't stick it's it in your back pocket. The it is, and so when we started having to print not only uh, nicer business cards, but print Japanese on the flip side of it, so mm-hmm. that we could understand each other, and they would have English on the back of theirs. 
Uh, you would there was a, a literal presentation style to we went to training. We went to training. I went to training it. with you. And when you went, you set it down, and then you'd sit at the table in a meeting with them, and they you'd talk about how you would bank them the business, and literally you'd see kind of like a almost like at a card table at a um, Las Vegas, and they were lined up, and you'd kind of look around on them, but then you didn't dare fold it up and put it in your pocket or take it from you. Set it down. You you received mm-hmm. it as if it was you it was, revered it. Was it. Precious. You really did. Yeah, it was precious. Yeah. And uh, so, little hint: if you ever deal with a uh, Japanese uh, business situations with business cards. It is a revered product, mm-hmm. and it is also. And but that kind of what brought back business cards to us is we were just kind of we probably printed the same business card for twenty years, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, we probably need to step our game up a little bit. Speaking of faxes, yes, I don't remember who ran that at Renaissance for such a long time, but I mean that's how they did it. Like there's a whole thing about selling this online business card thing. There's a person that always got a fax from the branches to do reorders, <laughs> oh, and yeah. until like 2012. Yeah. 2014, yeah. maybe. No. Maybe 2015. It's 2020. That's, that's like yeah. nearly a decade ago. couple things. Um, so business cards, if you're going to do them, I'm going to just take the whole like whatever metaphor, direction, whatever you want to call it that we do with everything. Do them differently and do them right. Like what's the point of doing a business card if it's going to look like everybody else's? That's well, that's my, my thing. Well, we also talked only about stock and, and like technical content. You can be interesting on your on your business card. Put your pic- picture or no picture? It depends on... If, How you look? Yeah, well, <laughs> and it depends on if it's of value. I mean, it, we keep well, we talk about that. We keep going back to it, but like, do you have a fact about you that's actually relevant in business? Like top 40 under 40. Now, it depends on your personality if you want to be braggadocious about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to put that in there. Top whatever listing from whatever. You I think be- about You better put that certified financial... Marketing professional, that's which CFMP, from, which you can get from ABA. Now, sidebar, ABA Bank Marketing Conference coming up at the end of April. You, Wait, no, school. Yes, it's the school. Not the conference. School. It's the school. The conference Important is, is in October in Minnesota this year. Yep, Twin Cities. The school is in Atlanta. Hey, speaking of this, so, yeah. so like I a, messed up, so my bad. Like a soap opera. Yes. I have a special, I've never told you this. These are the days of our lives. I have a twin brother. What? Yeah. What's your twin brother's name? You know him. Who? You know his name. I do. John. John Mabus. John Mabus. And I do think um, John- Does John Mabus have a good business card? No, John. John's kind of, um, he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Um, he was, um, he got all the inheritance from my parents. <laughs> They're still alive. <laughs> yeah. Pre- uh, pre-heritance. Different, different brother from another mother. But anyways, twin brother from another mother. Twin City. Hey, he'll come out uh, before um, I'm going to introduce John Mavis. So, so listen, free free ad here, ABA Bank Marketing School. Yep. at Emory in Atlanta. Yeah, it's awesome. Is like April 24th, 25th around that area. Look it up on ABA's there website. Will be at least a Mavis employee there. One. Yeah, and there will be a Renaissance employee there. And I am actually going to do a master class on content marketing. Can you believe it? Master. Yes, master. Self-proclaimed master class. But she, you would put that on your business card. Yeah, I would. Master but, class teacher at ABA. But see... No, but I would, to that point, I, I would put comma after my name, certified financial marketing, CFMP, yeah. certified financial marketing professional, because mm-hmm. I earned the dang thing. I thought it was content master. No, 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 no. That's what I'm teaching. For play. Yes, that's what I'm teaching. For pay, C-M-P. not play. No. But CFMP... You take the test after the school when you learn about it, and then it gives you that credibility you need 
when you need to get that raise or that new job. I'm going to look at the analytics of this podcast. I'm going to say this is going to be our highest attrition. <laughs> <laughs> they're all dropping off now. What They were talking about business cards, and now they're talking about marketing hey, schools by the way, and conferences. Thank you guys that have made it. I mean, I would tell you this. The podcast is sort of this labor love of the side. Bobby, our producer, does a fantastic job and, and puts a ton of work into it. But our host upgraded the analytics recently so we could actually tell what happens. Um, I didn't really care when we got a host. and Like, our completion rates? Massive. Oh, like, beats everybody. Yeah. I think it's maybe because people fall asleep or pass out. <laughs> and it just keeps playing. Yeah. Well, we've went on longer than a bad business card today. Yeah? That makes no sense whatsoever. Right, just start making up colloquialisms. Oh, yeah. You are the content master class. Heavier than a hundred town biz, hundred town, hundred town All business right, card. We're done. <laughs> Leave that in there. I liked it. Just kidding. All right, signing off for a super long, super granular. Would not fit on the back of a business card, but it could fit on the front. QR codes, no. Money marketing podcast, yes. Later. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.